Welcome, welcome, welcome to your Blackest Hour. Your Blackest Hour on the net. I'm your co-host, Mr. Brown. KP. And we're back. Another Tuesday. <laughs> Turn Go, up. Going up on, <laughs> on a another Tuesday. Tuesday. Lord, it's been a, been a Tuesday to remember for me, man. It's uh, been like... This has been a long... This has been a long ride. This has been a long ride. And... Yeah, we've just been doing this, man. It's almost it's, it's been over a year now, man. Yeah, yeah. We got some lost taste that some cats might might never see, but But it started about started about a year ago. After the Super Bowl. That's how long we've been doing it. Super Bowl been over for yeah. two months now. Like the Falcons blew that lead. No, but no, we talking about last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying so. Yeah. But you gotta say like, you gotta say Falcons blew that lead because you are you pandering to our New Orleans people. Nah, oh, never, okay. never that. Never pander to them. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, my bad. Look, I almost forgot, shot forgot, I forgot, forgot who, who your were. team was, man. man. I forgot. Those guys. No, 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 no. I don't know, man. We used to be. We used to be so raw, and uh, you know, we used to be a lot more raw, and I feel like we toned it down. I feel like we toned down. <laughs> really, you think so? I do. I, do. I feel like we used to be so raw in the streets, and then like now you get in the the. You know, the version where Tupac say, like, you know, once you turn 30, like, you don't have the activism in you anymore. But we were 30 before it, you know what I'm saying? That's a good point, but now we feel the 30. We feel the 30. Oh, like, no, doing, doing, uh, I guess we're trying to fill ourselves and we know that our reach can get massive at times. And, and you start thinking to yourself, what did I say? Right, right. How, did I was say? I that controversial? Yeah, like, like, like when when someone approaches me and is like, "Yo, Mr. Brown, it's your show," but that thing you said about women that one time wasn't cool, bro. Yeah, you've been having a, you've been having that experience a lot lately, though, right? I was like, what did I say? What did I say? So apparently, everybody, I'm misogynistic. I didn't know that. I'll agree. Are you saying I'm misogynistic? I won't say that you're not. I, <laughs> like that'd be. It'd be disingenuous for me to say that I, you are not. I, I think I'm sexist. I don't think I'm misogynistic at all. Like, what is this definition of misogyny? Um, we can <laughs> a, little, a, little, a little Google search. Doesn't misogyny mean like you hate women? Right? Nah, nah, nah. Not really. nah it's, Let it's, me find out. Like a misogynist. It's like, it's like you, you're not like smashing the page like a. It's like a contempt for or again. Right, all right. And then you're not a misogynist. Yeah, yeah I'm not, not dislike or have a contempt for women, or or what kind of women? Oh, it says including social exclusion, sex discrimination, hostility, androcentrism, patriarchy, male privilege, belittling of women, violence against women. Like, there's a lot wrapped into yeah, that, that and sexual objectification. Like, okay, I can. There are a couple of these categories <laughs> that I can put you in, but but you can fit all men in because I, I mean. Yeah. I, all men benefit from male privilege. Like that's just like me saying that a white person doesn't benefit from from white privilege. white privilege. Well, I say that all the time that as a man, I think all men are sexist. Born in America, I don't know how other societies do it, but just the way that we kind of cater towards men and uh, allow them to get away with things they would never allow women to do, and the way they cover women as opposed to men, like we kind of bred into a kind of sexist. Society are some men way more sexist than others. Yeah, but well, I think all men are sexist. That includes gay men, because them dudes be saying the most about women at times. I'm just saying, man. 
They ain't your advocates, lady. Yeah, you say they're your best friend. But when it, <laughs> I'm reading this article from Psychology Today about the 12 traits of a, of a, of a typical misogynist, and I'm like, I don't want to read these out loud. Read them out loud? Because this is me. <laughs> oh, no. Read them out loud. That we is gotta, terrible. We got to educate the masses. We got to educate the masses. Number one, he will zero in on a woman and choose her as his target. Her natural defenses may be down because he's exciting, fun, and charismatic at first. Number two, <laughs> as time goes on, he begins to reveal Jekyll and Hyde personality. He may change quickly from irresistible to rude and from rude back to irresistible. <laughs> he will make promises to women and often fail to keep those. With men, on the other hand, he will almost always keep his word. <laughs> he will be late for appointments and dates with women, but be quite punctual with men. Oh, I don't know about all that. Uh, nah. His behavior toward women in general is grandiose, cocky, controlling, and self-centered. He is extremely competitive, especially with women. If a woman does better than him, nah. See, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. If a woman like does, yeah. Right. If a woman does better than him socially yeah, or professionally, that's a keeper. Yeah, keep if a man does better, he may have mixed feelings about it, but they will deny. That sounds like a loser. Yeah. That, that sounds like a loser. He will unknowingly treat women differently from men in the workplace and the social setting, allowing that, that, men. That might be all men, right? But, there. Right, right. That's like that is, you know thing like do it subconsciously, just like um. White people, and you have to call people out on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I think, I think the thing is, like, people don't realize they're doing sexist, racist, misogynistic things until you educate them that, like, yo, that's sexist, that's racist, and misogynist. Now, I know, I know, people don't want to be called on a sexist, racist, or misogynistic way, and we gotta educate them in a way that it doesn't hurt their feelings, even though they're hurting your feelings as they speak. Isn't that how it works? Like, yeah. oh. Billy, that was a little weird how you said that thing about black people. Like, I'm not saying I'm offended, but I'm saying some people might take that the wrong way. Well, that actually is a good segue into my blackest moment. So <laughs> I, I was leaving the office today. Um, I, was, I was at, you know, in DuPont, the office in DuPont, and I parked because uh, I got a chance to uh, meet the president of Samsung today and so so he was doing a a a little fireside chat for a select group of folks um hosted by 1776 uh which is like a uh accelerator hub for for entrepreneurs uh so i thought you know i raced downtown parked my car you know went to that event and then went into the office and then as i was leaving the office you know i really tried not to drive when i'm when i'm going down because the traffic's crazy but as i'm leaving the office like like this this older white woman is just breaking her neck to try to get my attention. And I'm like, ah, you know, looking good today. Got got it. <laughs> Mojo's on. <laughs> and this is this is a misogynist in me. Assuming that that just because this woman is slacking me now. And and she's like, Oh, Chicago, huh? We're just gonna have to keep you here. Don't go back to the south side of Chicago. You should just stay here. And uh-huh. She was like, well, I know she had these Illinois plates on your car. So I assumed you were from south side of Chicago. And wait up, wait up. Yeah. Yes, pause, yes pause, this pause, happened. Pause. No, like, first of all, Illinois is, is that's much like one of the bigger states. No, I, the I, man. So, so for, first, first of all, like, I remember my geography. There's a little bitty small state and some areas, but Illinois was in one of them. It's, it's fairly big. It's bigger than Michigan. About the same time as Wisconsin, uh, like like it's a fairly substantial state. Right, and there's and, there's some other uh, cities, other cities. Like you know, they got 
Springfield. Springfield. Champagne, <laughs> where the University of Illinois is. You know what so, I'm saying? Like, Carbondale. You got East you know? St. Louis. <laughs> right, so... Don't assume I'm from East St. Louis, right. though, you know what I'm saying? So she's, like, going on. She's like, well, I see what happens on the news, and I, you know, I, I read them, and I'm like, well, you know, yo. I was like, well, you know, your president just made a whole thing about fake news and alternative facts and, and all the other stuff. So, you know, you can't really hear, believe everything that you... South yeah. side, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not only are you from Chicago, but the South side. But the, this is really the, this is the sad part. <laughs> What's actually born in the South, South side of Chicago. <laughs> you <can't... laughs> like, that was... A, like, that was... <laughs> born in Illinois. Southern suburb of Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I was actually born in Chicago. I was the only one on, on my sister. Chicago, so that's crazy. Like I was like, smell it on me. Um, but you know, we had conversations like, you know, you know, Chicago is not as bad as they reported. Um, it's like it's easy to, to fantasize and to trump that up because it plays into the narrative that we want to have law and order. Um, so, but you know, like I will never say, you know, it's just like one one life being taken away by violence is way is one way too many. So, you know, I respect everything respect everything that is going on in Chicago. I don't want to make light of the situation, but I I, I hate the fact that white people are just out here using Chicago as the as like the urban hub of everything that is terrible in the world. And then and specifically the south side of Chicago. And, you know, I just saw, you know, this interview with BJ the Chicago kid and Chance the Rapper and all these other things highlighting like all the good things that happen in the south side of Chicago, too. You know, even though I just only named, like, two rappers. But one's a singer. Right. So, speaking of the urban hub of everything that's bad in America, in Chicago... <laughs> classroom. Why do I think you're going to say the classroom? <laughs> nah, like, in Chicago, I, I think there's something I did want to address with you. Um, there was an incident where a 15-year-old girl was... Um, Coerced into coming to a house where she was then assaulted by six other teenagers, where it was Facebook Live, and four, and at least forty people viewed it at uh, at a time. And now they're like pressing the charges. Uh, they should be pressing this, charges on uh, everyone. Uh, on everyone, and then some people want to take it further. It's like all the forty people who watched and didn't do anything, didn't call any police, didn't do anything. Uh, they should be. Uh, held accountable too for allowing that to go down. And my thoughts as a teacher and just being around a bunch of dumb kids, I think that the perspective of our young boys and young men are so engrossed with pornography that they see something on the internet and they think that's normal behavior. I, that uh, is terrible. Like that is, it's terrible. And I don't know if these young boys, I'm not trying to make excuses for these teenagers. Teenagers do terrible, terrible things on a regular basis. And they probably do more terrible things on, the, on a regular basis because they got the internet to guide them in these type things. But my immediate thought was these dudes all weird behind thing on the internet and thought, yo, let's do this with this chick and film it because that's what normal sexual behavior is that me and six of my friends have sex with this one chick and oh, by the way, let's film it. Huh? Chicago, man. There, 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 are, there 
agree with you, but I want to get your thoughts. Do you think that could have played a factor just the way I that, I think that's that, a, that the kids... I think have, you never discount the psychological impact of trauma on kids, on, uh, like... So like kids and trauma, like the, what they deal with and how that shapes and affects affects children. So I, one, I'll never downplay the effects of, of what any kind of trauma could have and conditioning can have on a kid. So yes, definitely feel like it's something that affects them. But then on the other end, it's like you question everything about social media and this intrusion into folks' lives too. Like uh, like not no and 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 this one should have been a good intrusion. But we stopped some some crazy stuff from happening, right? Like yeah. it's forty people watching a a girl being being raped, and they just thought it was regular pornography on Facebook. No, I don't think they thought it was regular pornography. I, just I mean, thought, they, I could thought, they hear the girl screaming and and I, I, I'm not watching? Yeah, it. right. I didn't see it. So. <laughs> like like I don't know. And I don't think you can go back and watch it. I because, don't want to because that's, you, that's, that's child a, child pornography, and that's like a that's trigger like a mug. Like yeah, who yeah. wants to watch someone be raped? Like and, and so like I don't know how it went down, what's going down, and all I could think of I remember when I was fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years old, my godfather mentored uh, a young boy. This young boy at the age of eight or nine had to go to court because him and three of his friends had sex with a little girl, and I was like, me being like fourteen, fifteen. I'm like, hey, yo, having sex? What the hell's going on? I ain't having no sex. I'm thinking about sex. How the hell do you even know about sex? What the heck is going on? And I'm like, it's like you saw some things on HBO. This is before the internet. <laughs> the internet right. era. Saw some things on HBO and was like, yo, let's try this with this little girl. And the father found out. was like, nah, all you little dudes going to jail. That's because he really wanted to kill him. Right. But, but he, he's like, how can I use the law so I with don't the parents, go to jail? Would the parents allow, like, as a parent, I would just allow him to issue my son a standard ass whooping? Nah, he was going to say that ass whooping too far. Well, he I was, mean, that's he, what he, he, he knew that. That's why he got the court involved because he's like, if I lay my hands just once on a little behind. And I was like, that mentality of with a group of friends. And we end up doing something. So many times I hear about Bro, we've done some stupid things. It was no, Nobody ever sat around and said, you know what, Devin? <laughs> you know what, bro? Let's go. Let's go force ourselves on some women. On and, some little and, girls. And my, my thoughts are, do they realize they're forcing? Has anyone ever taught them what no really means no? Have they really taught them the standard, real behaviors of what real women actually want what they actually ask like I, I don't think there's a generation of men generation of boys who are not really being trained up in a way that is respectful of women they're not really respectful and i don't think they understand what respect is i know some things like i i got a i got a whole trunk a whole footlocker full of rats that i've written since like 1997 like it's like papers on papers on papers I'm going through some of the stuff. I'm like, yo, what the hell were you on? Thank well, yeah. God. <laughs> like none of these, that you didn't record any of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, yo, like, yo, bro, you tripping. I'm looking at younger, younger, younger Devin. Like, you were straight tripping. Because my thoughts on women were terrible. 
if I thought that was cool enough to put in raps, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like spit this in front of people and they yell my name for it. But then again, rappers have been doing that for, for generations and generations. And how much of that has manifested that you're a teenage boy, your boys are like, yo, we got this girl coming over. Yo, she she gonna love the whole crew. And you just like, whatever, but you 15, 16 years old, and you're afraid to kind of stand up and be like, nah, I don't think this is cool. I don't think this is right. Or you in the mindset of a teenager, like, yo, one, it's a camaraderie with my, my, my bros, but it's also, I might never get any. This might be my only opportunity to do so, mm. which is a terrible idea, but that's the kind of things that kind of, kind of, kind of make me think how are these young men and, and I mean, are you, are you, are you, you having, having have internet like that we are have you internet. having these discussions with um with the kids that you're teaching like are you having these type of discussions with the kids that you that you're teaching oh uh, no because I, I teach uh elementary school kids i mean th- now, you just said I, I, eight, eight, eight year olds so i'm thinking like nine true, like true enough like they surprised me that like oh my god you know more about these situations than i care to feel comfortable with, but I have had this conversation with my seventh graders. Mm-hmm. Like, like one of my, one of my uh, students, um, I looked him up on Facebook, and his name was I'm gonna give him a fake name. <laughs> Let's say his name was Jerry, getting bitches. Book. I couldn't even think of a good last name. Right. <laughs> um, Brockheimer. <laughs> Brockheimer. I was like, this little Negro. Is getting bitches on Facebook, and like I'm like, yo, what what in the world? But I answered some of my old students earlier this week, and apparently still uh, getting bitches according <laughs> you know, to them. Funny. You know, it's funny. Like uh, we had comment in the comment section. If you don't know, we do this show live on Facebook. Also, you can catch the podcast on Blog Talk Radio at your blackest hour. Um, Growing up in a society that elected a man that is on record saying, yes, yes, we, this is the, you know, you know, our parents talk about being the kids of the civil rights generation. And it's like, we are the kids of like this, like the, 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 the access to information age. Like we had all kind of access to information. As we were coming out, as we were getting older, we had all kind of access to information. Like, like we could find porn on the internet. Like we had the internet. Yo, we had the internet. Period. Yo. You know, like like we Google, and now these kids get like indexed Google searches. Like we had basic Google. We had Google Lite. Yeah. With you know, with College Club and Dr- Black Planet. Wasn't it, was it popping up? The right. Was mad so like it wasn't watching we were, videos on the we internet. Were, right. We were watching ass bees. <laughs> you know, like. If we could print out the pictures from the porn site, <laughs> like that was good enough yeah, for be, us. Beasting, right now, saying? if it's not in HD, we don't want to watch it. Like, like you, know, you get a gift, you like you was you was wild. Like we we doing untouched territory tonight, but I remember uh, looking at the scrambled Playboy channel when my mom would go to sleep, praying, oh praying that they would have a background on a white. Background scene because mm-hmm. when it was on a white background, the bad boy was clear. Whatever reason, the scrambler just stopped scrambling for whatever mere moment. And I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. my, my god brother found a way to beat that system. Those old tweets, <laughs> <laughs> not look the, the old Turner knob uh, yeah, TV, yeah, yeah, 
So he rigged it up where he was, like, catching, like, the Playboy and, like, pay-per-view and all the other stuff. And then he would, like, adjust the knob that we would use to clear the picture. Yeah. And it would clear it, it up. It clear it up. Man. I mean, Colors would be a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, his ingenuity. Ingenuity doesn't matter. On a whole uh, other level. I, I, Shout out to the guy, bro. I, I even remember visiting your sister's uh, apartment. Like me, me and my brother. And apparently your sister got the hookup, so she had all the channels. All the channels? All the channels. Me and the bro fell on that. We're like, nah, we're going to watch this because I got to just run this in my memory bank for, for later. But that's the life we was living at the time. And now with this instant inundation of all this garbage where as an adult, I could watch something on the Internet. I'm like, yeah, that's not real. Mm-hmm. That That's silly. That would never happen in real life. As a 14-year-old kid, I'm probably like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do? That's how I'm supposed to treat a woman. That's how I can get become the man in her eyes, which is like a terrible, terrible situation where you think completely abnormal behavior is now normal. Right. In yeah. the confines of this. And so what do we do as a generation of men? They ain't even black men now. As men raising these boys, because these stories happen all the time now. Right, no, all yeah. the time, and that's I that like a, you know, I we didn't even give a good like we didn't even give a good turn to that on on the show, man. Just like thinking about how 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 sick do you have to be not to like report the video to Facebook? Like there is someone being like this is not a drill, this is not a skit. There's no production value into uh, this. Like yo, I, I'll tell you exactly how the thing went down. Uh, I'm on my phone, blah de blah. Oh yo, JoJo got a Facebook Live. Probably ain't had no title on it. Like JoJo got a Facebook Live. Ah! Oh, oh boy. Like did you, <laughs> did you break your phone at that point? <laughs> You're like nah, bro. Like like ten second watch. Yeah. Like, 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 like I'm done. Like yo. And then when I come to school on Monday, JoJo, what the hell was y'all doing, bro? No, it's, <laughs> I I don't. Well, you're right, because I, I don't know if I was there yet where I could call out friends. Like, if you're a teenager, as a, as a teenager, yeah, I don't know if I was there yet. Um, I mean, I know as a, as a college as a college student, there was never a time where I wouldn't call out. Um, like you can't, like I always be like, bro, you ain't gonna be around here waving no women around me. Like, like that's not that's not what we're gonna do. Like, that's not cool. That's not how we're gonna rock. That's not how how any of this is gonna go down. But I mean, that's. Well, it reminds me of a special episode of A Different World, where old buddy was like, you know, they like to they like to fight like a like a tiger, like an alley cat. You know how that go? I'm like, nah. No, we don't. Man. No, no, I know. Well, what, what you? What I know you I ever fought like, like a tiger like, or alley cat. You know, they got it. And I was like, this dude, legitly, like they were touching upon something in '92, right? That still goes down 15 years later where cats really legit is like, nah, you got to give them an out. And that was his words in the episode. You have to give them an out. You got to say in the days like I said, no. And he kept going, but they really, really wanted it. And not the idea that no means no. And it's, it's uh, I mean, has it ever not meant no for you? Like I was always, so just like when you first started, man, we were, Taking a turn when you when we 
when you first started having your like, blackest hour, the special episode. Right. <laughs> oh. We can put this in the archives, like you know. Like, no, it's like when you know. when you first was starting to have sex, it was just like that was scary in itself. So not getting okays and getting yeses, like that was something I couldn't like. I didn't want to have that on my conscience because I was I was half scared myself. So like on certain levels, you kind of wanted her to say no just so you could slow it down Woo! and figure out what was going on. <laughs> and then oh, you know, man. and then just try to like you know you know like yeah like no man no but. I, I like I was I used to be so afraid at first that anytime I got a real no, it was like all right, like she got to reinitiate it if it's if it's something more than that. But as I you know, but as I got older, I mean, I've never been I've never been in a situation. I don't think that like I I want to say I love women so much that <laughs> I just didn't want to have it on my reputation. I didn't want anybody. To, Sign of them. All right. I didn't want anybody to be able to go back and say like, oh, oh, he like forced himself. Like even if it was like, there's no because if you either force like you force yourself on somebody, you don't. So it's not like you can jump back in and be like, oh well, it was you know. Yeah, like like and if that's the story that's told, that's the story that's told, and you got to live with that. Your reputation has to live with that. I never wanted that to be a part of my reputation. So I'll say just me personally, I'm. Um, hello everybody. I'm a nerd. Uh, been a nerd for a long time, so it was like a lot of trepidation when it con- came to even the act of approaching. And so I, I know for a fact I let a, I left a lot of yeses on the table. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like if, you, if you weren't afraid to finish, I wasn't even pursuing. Like you had to basically <laughs> be there and be like, hey, look at me, figure it out, dummy. And I'm like, oh, gotcha. Bet. The knee bones connected <laughs> to the hip bone. Like, oh, I got, got, got ah, That's why you wanted me to come. Got you, got you. I, I figured it out now. Oh, uh, and so the idea of someone not wanting me for me and not like a lot of that plays into like my psyche and my psychology. I mean, I was, but, I was a cuddle slut and, and uh, <laughs> I, I never heard that term. Before in my life, a lot of color, man. Yeah, I, I've, I've never heard those two words combined <laughs> together before. It's a very inter- interesting, interesting ah, thing in the experience. But, but yeah, it's just my my thought. I guess I got a. I don't know if it's a blackest moment. I do have a moment that I would like to share, and uh, maybe get your idea. No, no it. idea about it, <laughs> or, or my feedback, or, or my my response to it. All right, so. For those who don't know, over the summertime, I actually missed a couple of shows because of it. I had a friend on Facebook who was selling a car, selling it for like $1,000. And I was like, I want to upgrade my car. It was like five years younger than my car. I was like, I'm slowly moving up. I'm moving from a 2000 to a 2005. <laughs> like, and it's $1,000. I have $1,000. I can make this thing work. Uh, white dude, uh, roll with him. In his truck, pickup truck to pick up the car. Uh, talked about marijuana use, and I was like, "Nah, bro, <laughs> I'm cool." That's not what I really do. <laughs> really... And he had knives all in his car, and... And, and I was on this thought, like, "Yo, if shit goes down, what you gonna do before he does something to you?" 
because this could be all a ploy. You know, I got a thousand dollars in my pocket right now, mm-hmm. and he could he could he could get me. <laughs> I know, I know. I like a lot could have changed in high school, and I didn't want to be that scenario. So I'm literally looking at like which knife was the sharpest, the longest, whatever. If he make a false move, I'm gonna go do what I gotta do. Woody woo. I ain't gonna be that story today about me getting robbed and left on the side of the highway, whatever. But I shouldn't have thought ill of this young man. Uh, so he takes me in and check out the car, buy the car, drive the car back, everything like that. Fast forward to like this week. This dude has gotten arrested. Wait for it. Running a chop shop. And I'm like, holy moly. Wait, I bought wait. a car from a guy who's went to jail. Major business. <laughs> is running a chop shop. Now, his ex-wife posted this on the Facebook. I'm like, you being petty. Like, I would have never saw this story if it wasn't on there like that. But I was like, yo. His ex-wife. Oh, the, uh, the, like his mug shot, everything. Like, yeah. Uh, like, damn, Petty Betty. Like, you can like, let that dude. Like, no, no, the cook was on that. Huh? <laughs> and so my thoughts, like, like I had to go look back at. The, I got a, I got a title for the car now from Maryland, but so, so somebody's <laughs> coming. Somebody's coming to get their car back soon. Dude, like, soon, someone is coming to get no, their car no, back. No, no, mine. I got the title now. It's good. I got the clear and free, clear and free, cash, homie cash homie uh but i just thought like what do you what do you think when you find out that you're uh someone you know is like clearly a, a criminal um, <laughs> you're a goddamn criminal well well one you, he, this guy was white right yeah 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 so you know he's gonna get the full he's gonna get the full support of the justice system um i, I would reckon he would probably just get probation um uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so like I, I don't have so no sympathy. <laughs> nah. Uh, 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 any, uh, any aspect, no sympathy on any aspect for him. Uh, but I, I, I'm like instantly thinking like, how do you make sure <laughs> that no one I'm comes Gucci. I'm and Gucci. says like, yo, bro, that was actually my car. <laughs> probably his ex-wife's car too. Like he was, like they both petty together. Petty LaBelle. Right, right. right. Nah, look, no, I, I, I haven't had many friends go to prison. <laughs> but this is not somebody you even really considered a friend. Yeah, yeah, it was a homie from the neighborhood. Like, like, like white boy Roy? Nah, I don't know if oh. you ever met Jimmy. Okay, nope, nope, because <laughs> oh, that man. name just sounds, that just name sounds crazy. Every, every Jimmy kind of got some things going yeah, on. Yeah, every right? white Jimmy is probably crazy, dog. Like, I'll have yeah. to give you that one. <laughs> like, 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 Jimmy was the kind of dude that always hung around black dudes, but you felt he might have used that excuse to hang around so many black dudes that if an N-word slipped out of his mouth, he'd be like, nah, but I, all my friends are black, black, bruh. That's but still no, no excuse. Yeah, no, no, Jimmy. No. No. It didn't sting like when David said it, but I got to fight you. But you got all these knives, so I gotta reconsider fighting you. I and that's know. a weird. That's a weird. Man, that's just a weird space to be in, man. It's like. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy? Most of the, uh, I want to like most of the the 
most of the white friends that I had growing up that I actually thought were like was gonna probably turn out to be really racist are actually like super liberal. <laughs> and it weirds me out because I was like, man, I didn't see that coming. Like I never saw that coming. Like damn, like uh, like one of my one of my one of the kids I I grew up with, you know, he's a grown ass man now, but uh, his name was uh Cody Lamb, and it's like anytime That's I post, Cody, that sounds yeah, racist, man. <laughs> I hear and Cody. Anytime I post something that has to do with like Black Lives Matt, like y'all on it, he's liking it. He, it's like thoughtful discussion behind it. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you know I got friends like you know Frank McGovern is like a really good friend of mine, man. And he always like, you know, it's a back and forth sometimes, but I, I think, you know, he gets it. And I think, you know, I think the, you know, the, the good thing about the people that the, the white, the white males that I'm friends with are always uh, open to have that kind of discussion without the, uh, without the, my side has to be right aspect. Oh, oh that's the worst of the worst. Like, like where, where, you know, like, well, where they explain everything to you well. You know, like, well, how come we can't use the N word, but you can use the N word when you're talking like, like, if it's a such a bad word, nobody should be able to use it. And I'm like, bruh, <laughs> use it. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> find out on your, find out on your own. Do, do an experiment. Um, so, so yeah, but I have good, I have really good, I have really good white friends. I every time I say stuff like that, it just sounds like, ah oh. uh, man, I got a few black. Like when I'm, like when I'm, like. <laughs> When I'm being a bigot, when I'm participating in reverse racism, well, I got I got to put it in perspective. Like, how many white friends do I have really? Like, I would say like ride a ride a dog for me. Like, it, I mean, I, it can't it came down to it. Like, I'm calling them in a bind. And like, as I've gotten older, my white friends have decreased. And well, I, again, it doesn't help that I went to a, a black college. But as I've gotten older. Even my white friends have decreased. Even as I, even now, nah, like the thing is, I worked in careers where I have to work with a lot of white males. Like it's just like when you work in retail, you work with a lot of white males. Like, like they're your bosses, they're the gatekeepers. Like you barely, barely, very seldomly run into any any black people who are real gatekeepers in the in the in the retail world. And you know, as I as I pursued that as a as a career. You know some of some of the best experiences white males, some of the worst experiences white males. But um, now you know, like I I know like I'm bond with I'm bond with a lot of white people over LSU football. <laughs> but sports is the equalizer. However, it's actually given us a like an opportunity to platform to have some type of discussions. Now you know I side eye. Couple, you know, like I have a couple of white friends that don't believe this, but I think it's white privilege because you know their their ancestors came over here with a boat, nothing to their name, and I'm like, dog, cool. they were free, cool, they were exactly. able to go and start working, yeah. and make wages to build wealth for their family. When my people came over here, they were put in chains. <laughs> they were not given the opportunity <laughs> to, to to build generational wealth for their yeah. families. They were only able to survive. Yeah, like how many loans were y'all denied? Like, exactly. Was, like was your family ushered into particular neighborhoods that were right. not that great that were buying great. Toxic your family sur- your mm-hmm. family survived the potato famine. <laughs> My family survived four hundred years <laughs> of slavery. Hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Potato famine, slavery. 
you, you like, are, you are well, well, I, it's so many things, which is hard. It's hard. But I, but I am blessed. Like you know, like you know, like people like, like you know, like I, I have to give props. Like you know, being I have my brother-in-law. It's like it's, you know, like white guy from Texas, yeah. and I'm like, man, I think every week he thinks that I hate white people, and I, and, I, <laughs> and I love him to death. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like Matt is like the homie of all homies. We look, we drink scotch together. Like we love scotch, we love cigars. And it's like he's a he is a man. He is me. Only without melanin, <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, and so it's really uh, so it's, it's really an interesting. It's really interesting that we're having this this talk because you're right. As I've gotten older, as I've gotten older, I think my my white male friends because I've always been skeptical. Like when you work in an environment where you see the good old boy network firsthand, yeah. and you know how hard it is to break into that, and you only have people like you know, shout out to Frank McGovern. And people like that that put me into the right circles and John Elliott who put me in the right circles to succeed um, career-wise, like, that's that's a different, you know, that's yeah. a different, um, you know, you know, that's a different vibe. So you so you try not to be, like, I hate white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I, like... I'm not trusting. Yeah. I, I got to keep my head on the swivel. Like, it makes me think. History and media has dictated to me be very, very leery of white women, cause white women might get you killed. Like, like Mike, I gotta say Mike, cause like I don't want to speak in absolutes, but Mike, Mike like, like when I watch you the can movie, say can, not Mike can <laughs> get you killed, can get you killed. And so like, like oh Devin, we should hang out and do like, nah. If I hang with you, a nigga might. Die. Ah. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, look, look, I just like, yeah, shot, shot, shot. Hey, what you doing with her? Nah, I bro, had, that's just my friend. Like, nah, I, I got to fight you. I'm like, why? I had a white woman tell me at 3 o'clock in the morning, they decided to go into Walmart, get in the carts, and race down. I was like, you know how many times I would have died? Like, don't even <laughs> say, don't say stuff like that to me, because that's stuff I can't do. I can go to Walmart, look at the toy gun, and die. Like, my, my car can break down on the side of the road, all and I can... Die. All things I can't do, like I can't go into Walmart and say, "Hey, let's just let's just like run around on some carts Man. at three o'clock in the morning." I'm like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Man. No, I cannot put my yeah. I I, I, I was thinking about the times I used to before I moved here. I used to hang out with a boy named Matt. I think he was about three to four years younger than I, uh, so he didn't have as much perspective on life. But you know, he's like a good, genuinely good dude. But he's also genuinely naive dude. And I felt like I had so many, like, remember the Titan moments with him? Hmm. Where he was like, yo, let's go to the diner, man. It's gonna be. I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, I don't, I don't bro. think they're going to let me in your diner. Like, nah, nah, it's going to be so much fun. Like, yo, they're good people. As soon as we walk in that bad boy, it's like, I oh, told you. Like, this is I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. <laughs> but, like, like I, he, he would drive me all over the place. And every time, I'm like, it's me. That guy over there is that guy over there. Me. And me right. again. I'm like, yo. Like, I I know white people, and I read an article about how, like, white people don't send their children to black schools and all, but when you're used to being a majority, like, just imagine you and two other white people are the only person, like, in an all-black crowd. How comfortable would you be, really? Now, imagine that every single freaking day of your life, 
Like, ah, they saying stuff that sound weird and microaggressive, but I'm the only one here, so I want to put it under my breath. And maybe I could find some, like, solace in all this kind of thing, but I don't think people understand because they don't have the perspective. They don't, and they don't, they don't ever right. have to live it. So it's like they don't ever have to live it. Because they don't travel either. They don't travel outside of America. If they do travel, they might go to Europe. They're not, they're not going to Africa. They're not going to Asia. When they go to Hawaii, what did they declare Hawaii? This is the most racist place in America. Oh, because they're treating you just like you treat everybody else? Hawaii ain't playing that ball. Like, nah, son. You try to be taking over this native land. Hey, go work. We don't like white people. And they be like, how you don't like white people? I'm like, let me count the way. Well, I just think if they polled a lot of people, <laughs> like if they weren't controlling the narrative in America, they would find out that a lot of people don't like white people. A lot of white people don't like white people. A lot of, you know, I don't uh, like people. Like period, a lot of people of color you know, don't like white people. Like a lot. Of, uh, yeah, so I, I don't think I like people as a, as a whole, as a collective, but you know, persons, they all right with me. We work, we work, we work, we work it out. Uh, it is, I, I, you know, because this is the definition of white privilege, right? Um, Donald Trump can do all this damn things that he's doing, and he's not impeached yet. Like, I, why, why is it doing impeached? If I, Obama did a fourth of the things, really? Doing all right, good, so I don't even want the discussion uh, to go okay, on to okay, Obama okay. again. Right. Angela, Angela Rye does that for. <laughs> Obama versus Donald Trump, everybody. And shout out to Angela Rock. She's like amazing. Um, Black girl magic. But I think the uh, the other issue is like when the guy with a Flynn asked for <laughs> immunity. immunity, like give him immunity to get this shit out. <laughs> like I would have gave him immunity so fast my head would have spent. Because he, he raised a snitch. Like, Ready, boy. Snitching time. Like you know they don't believe in and no snitching. And look, I'll be looking at him like the park ranger looking at Trump getting that goddamn check for seventy eight thousand dollars. Like. And I feel like he feels <laughs> like he needs protection. So I'm like, yo, just give him immunity, set him up. We, the black delegation will pay for his, his um. Oh, you speaking for the black. The black, black, black delegation will pay for his his right uh his his witness relocation program. Like the black delegation willing to pay for all of this. But they want him to go to jail. And I'm like, yo, the big fish is get Trump and Pence out of office. So stop stop bullshitting with uh with the immunity. Give them immunity. Like like y'all didn't gave white people a lot of immunity. Y'all didn't gave black people immunity to go testify on other people of color. Like, I just need these white people to step up and say, <laughs> We will give you immunity, give us everything we need to put him away. Man, I, but then the other question is, do they need his immunity? Like do they need his testimony? To put him away, him and that's out. the other thing I'm, I'm waiting on too. So I'm, I'm watching. This it, it's just me, or is this? It feels like he's been in office for a lot longer than the little bit amount of days he's been in. Bro, are we not even in? Are we in hundred days yet? We passed hundred days. We passed hundred. Yeah, we passed hundred days. Okay, January twentieth. No, January fifteenth. Uh, what was it? Jan- well, anyway, it just feels like a very long time. And it's just a series of fuck-ups on top of fuck-ups. And I'm just, I just know, because this, if my short-lived life paints any picture of how history goes down, um, we were, like, going into war with Reagan, uh, going into war in the Bush. Uh, I think Bill Clinton tried to finish some stuff up, but he was bombing people. 
but he was just kind of cleaning up the wars. Uh, George Bush took us into George W. took us into Iraq for no damn reason. Like I, I still don't understand that one. How we got hoodwinked on that one? Obama tried to I mean, close all that, and I just know that he's just amping it up. Well, I mean, go uh, okay, so let's not. All right, so this is one of the times where I actually have to be critical of the former president without trying to like. I yeah, know how much you love him. Oh no, but, he was bombing the hell out of people. I mean, like he, he didn't was, send troops to war. He just drop bombs on civilian population. He ran he ran the military like I would do it. Like, 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 like playing video games. Video games like uh oh. Get close enough. Yeah. And drop these bombs. Like 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 I I like I get mad. Like I keep some certain conservative friends on my timeline so I can look at whatever. And it was like he disrespected the military. He did it blah blah blah. I'm like that man went more times out of his way to make sure that no military died. He'd rather bomb the hell out of people with drones. That dude loved drones. Bruh. He loved the mess out of drones. Not saying that he he was a peaceful president. This dude was bombing the mess out of people. He dropped more bombs. But than, I think but I think that was okay, so let's not say he dropped more bombs because that was oh, yeah. just a weapon du jour. Yeah, yeah. Like, you but know, it's like, a, back in the... It's a smart, smart weapon. But, but the, it, was like, it was like, it was like, yo, send the troops in, and that was the equivalent of dropping bombs, like, send the army in. Send the, I'm, so, I'm, I'm saying, why would you criticize a process that allows your human capital to keep their lives? These are people. I mean, human. They got wives, okay. they got daughters. But the human cap, like human capital, is human capital. Like you can't value like American lives more than you value. Like if you're gonna, if you're gonna value life, you gotta value all life, right? No. Like that's no, the that's the that's, that's the that's, that's the way. that's I'm the sorry. fallacies of the pro-life I'm, agenda, I'm, I'm, right? Sorry, I, I never said. You know, if, never, if, if I, all I, lives I, matter, I'm, if all lives matter, these other guys' lives matter too, right? No, no, that's. That's not the American I think, way. I think we got to get out of this. That's not get the them way. before they get us. Because that, the boogeyman it? syndrome is something that, that is destroyed, that destroys America Sir. at its core. Sir, I'm complete, completely indoctrinated with the Eurocentric view of the boogeyman looking, at, looking, looking at life. There's a them, and there's a us, and them must die. They're trying to take away our way of life, sir. They're trying to take our way of life. Uh, they, 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 they want us to have Sharia law. They want us, our women, to be covered but up. That, but they that, want us to have our beer not cold I anymore, just, sir. I just take your way <laughs> of life with it. Like the most, the most violent folks mm-hmm. in the in the world are talking about. We don't want them to take their way of life. Like um, there's no like Ameri- gun, like American freedom is only for white people, right? So, Amen, brother. So, so we're like, so we're like, okay, yeah, thank you. But like, there's there's a large percentage of the American population that's like, yo, we need to do away with this way of life. We were founded on the principles of the white man, sir. And why do you want to take that away from us now? That is our founding principle, sir. I get you. Our man. founding principle. I know. I I know is you're being. Us? I know you're being facetious right now. <laughs> My million dollar word for the day. <laughs> Is a us uh, and thank is you, a them. Thank you, Malik, for agreeing with me in the in in the comment section. But yeah, it, it's it's really not the audacity of white people sometimes, man. I just yo, yo, but that's that's the way the game goes. Uh, the pro life and a black life ooh. don't go hand in hand. Oh, oh, somebody getting you in the somebody because, getting you in the comments, man. Because 
when you look at it, juxtapose each other. I want to be able to control whether a woman has a baby or not. But as soon as that black woman has that black baby that she did not want, you do not care about that life. But yet, when we say black lives matter, you're like, yeah, of course you do. But yet, you go out of your way I, I mean, uh, of not of not doing that. So, like, we can laugh. We can never, like, look, I, like, it's certain things I cannot say that I am. I can't say I'm feminist because I will never prescribe to the white feminist movement. I can say I'm a womanist. I can say I'm a black feminist. I can agree with those principles, but I can never prescribe to that. I can't say I'm pro-life because I understand the background behind that because it does not pertain to people of color. What you really want to say is we got to make sure that the white race is ah, able to come to. I think I mean, no, no, no. no I think it's, I think the I think the difference is I think it's not about being um, um, pro-life or I think they should just say we're anti-abortion. Yeah, that's that's and that would term. and that would just make it everything so much better because you can just say I'm anti-abortion because you're not pro-life. Because uh, about ninety percent of pro-lifers are for the death penalty, so you're not about, you're not about life. Yeah. This is anti-abortion, and you're pro-slut shaming. So you're pro-shaming women who are who may have been sexually assaulted, raped, or have unwanted yeah, pregnancy. They, they still want them to sit on the fornicator's bench in uh, church. Right. Like that, yeah, that's a real thing. Yes. Uh, yes. That uh, is a real. Yeah. That's a real yeah. thing. Remember all these things, like all all these things that don't help to unite people. Like, I find it very, very weird that, uh, that so many people can judge people on sins when there's so much sin in their hearts and their systems and that. that, that you got hate, sin in your heart. Yeah. Let it out. <laughs> you got hate in your heart. Let it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, find it, I, find it, I find it very problematic and not very genuine. Like, I always have felt the best preachers, the best teachers, the best leaders were ones who could admit their flaws. I did this, and it has taught me that, so we can you know, now I, do this. You know, my, my, my pastor growing up, Terry Payton Sr., you know, he watches the show and, and you know, frequently comments. So, like, that's, that's the one thing I respected about him so much, man. Like, man, if he didn't show – if he wasn't so transparent about the mistakes, like, he he is one of the single reasons why I still have this – like level of respect for for black Christians. Because <laughs> when it's done wrong, once again we have to quantify. Like yeah, white Christianity, nah, bro. Right, yeah. Like, like black Christianity, yeah. Like what? Well, and, and white folk, y'all be messing up everything. And I, I would love like when we had white churches that come, that came to thing. Like everybody be getting all like hoop and holler, like trying to like like impress these white people. He like, nah, we gonna do what we always do. <laughs> Like, like, and if they not impressed by that, and look, oh, oh, well. so yeah, I, I used to, you know, he, I think if, if you had the Pantheon, like the single redeeming, the single one reason why I would, I would go back to church. Um, if I lived in New Orleans, I'd probably go to church. I'd probably go to his church every Sunday just, just to sit there and out of respect. Oh, you're in New Orleans now? Yeah. Yeah, out of respect, I would I would go to church every Sunday just out of respect. Um, but today's anniversary of MLK's death. Dang, it's also Charles Phil's birthday. Happy birthday, Charles! <laughs> <laughs> uh, not putting him on the oh, same level man. as MLK. But uh, yeah. 
back to all right. So so bringing it all back, bringing it all back. And I'm sorry, I digress because good good people deserve recognition when they when they do good work in your life. Like you got it. Like too, too often, I don't ever want him to be like hearing this stuff like like from heaven and be yeah, like, oh, that's how you felt about me. Nah, I don't want him to hear about it here. Um, but other than that, back to abortions, pro-life, killing folks. Like, I just, I mean, like, if you're going to be, like, I can't say I'm pro, I can't say I'm pro-life because I feel like a woman has a right to terminate, like a woman's body, she has a right to do whatever she wants, right? I'm 50-50 on the death penalty. Like, I feel like it's a choice that families should make. Like, you know, like, I feel like it's a choice that I offended. Like, don't, don't leave it to a jury. Like, let a family decide what the, what the, what the, the fate is of that person. Like, in, in a stream of cases like that, like, you know, some people always ask me, would you have wanted to have, like, the person that murdered your brother, would you, would you have killed him? And I was like, 19-year-old Kendrick wanted to kill him himself. Yeah. You know, a 25-year-old Kendrick was like, if he gets, you know, like, yeah, sure, put him to death. And then, like, 35-year-old Kendrick is like, it, it, what difference would it have made? It ain't going to change the outcome. Well, I mean, not even looking at whether it, whether yeah. it changed the outcome. It's like, are you at peace? Like, when somebody close to, you, close to you dies like that, you have to find your peace from, like, if you can't find the peace within, you can't get it from anywhere else. Yeah. There's no chain of events that can happen that gives you that, that peace within. You have to get and get it for yourself. So, I was able to move to a point like in my late twenties where I finally got over it. We're talking about like a decade. Yeah. Like where I finally got over it. So so yeah, it's 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 different. So like I'm I'm a humanist. So like I I don't believe we should be out here bombing these other countries because I feel like if we don't bomb them, like they won't bomb us. Like yeah. you got nineteen you got a whole bunch of nineteen year old Kendricks and Devons, right? Living in Afghanistan, all these countries that we've been bombing. And you go and you drop a bomb and you kill everybody in their family. What the hell do you think 19-year-old Kendrick and Devin going to want to do? I got to murder everybody now. Exactly. <laughs> and and what, what am I living for? Like, right. let me strap on this suicide vest and just go blow up something. Because gone, you killed everybody. You killed grandma. I have, not, I have nothing to live for. You killed grandma. You killed my kids. Like, you killed my son. You killed my, my mom, my dad, my brothers. Like, like yeah, like, it's murking season. And uh, what I feel about All it. on the anniversary of him. Okay. Okay. Uh, only thing that I kind of like put juxtapose every all this conversation is that I can't say I'm pro anything either, but pro logic. What truly makes sense? I'm anti-war because, well, anti this American imperialism of being Amer- the world police. I understand why we're doing it to increase the peace. America. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it just makes people hate because of the way that we present ourselves on the grand level uh i'm like i'm for immigration because we need people to work those jobs i know you america i know you're american you're not working no god dang farm like they was working on god dang farm so why are you acting as if that you care that much like they're taking jobs from you the things that are taking your job is technology but you're gonna be anti-technology. Don't they mind. already are anti-technology. Look at yeah. the look yeah. at the narratives coming yeah. out of your yeah. White House. Fake news. Don't trust the media. Social media is wrong. 
Like uh, everything that's driving information uh, right now. Uh, automation is the wave of the future. It's going to be a point where even my job as a teacher is going to be obsolete. Well, the thing is, and, and so you got to be a part of the wave, right? right? But when automation happens, it's like your responsibility to learn how to code to where you are writing the program for the automation. Yeah. That's the next, like, that's the next wave. Right. Right. I, I, I was watching this video and this guy was talking about it. He was like, every, every certain number of years, America resets itself like that. Like, like you lose jobs to something and then you create a job market of, of actually making those jobs more efficient. Like, that's why I feel like I always have a job. Like, I have process improvement background. I make jobs more efficient. So no matter what they throw in front of me, I can learn it up. Try to make it more fast, fast, fast food about to be automated. All these things that should be like I'm, I'm, I'm for that. <laughs> Everything is about to be automated, and you got to get a part of the way. And so I understand jobs are important. Like it's so many things that just doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, are we really sitting here logically? Even with the big hullabaloo now with uh hullabaloo, hullabaloo, yeah, over okay. the world, hanging, hanging uh, around your wife, friend. <laughs> Uh, like like with uh, marijuana being illegal. As a historian, I know the only reason that marijuana was made illegal. Like, you know marijuana is on the same level as uh, cocaine. Like, heroin is classified as a class two and marijuana is a class one. We know good and well heroin and methamphetamines are way worse than marijuana ever was. But how did they make it that level? Because they said it was, they put it with a racial hinge of Hispanics and black folk will get high on this marijuana and rape your white woman. And that's been the thing. But even as a kid, Man, I'm going to have to see some, oh, yeah, some go, documentation on this one. History Channel did a whole thing called drugs, and they did it on every single drug. They did meth, they did cocaine, they did heroin, they did. Uh, marijuana. It was very enlightening. I was like, damn, racism is everywhere. That's my mind as a black person. Like, Negroes, cause, and, and plus it was like, at the time, they didn't have the technology to grow marijuana in America, and so they knew they couldn't control the market like they wanted to. Funny how that, how that goes. And, but even as a, a kid, I was like, yeah, crack looks bad. That looks really bad. Yeah, like Heroin Looks really, really bad. Yeah. Like, like PCP, LSD looks bad to me. It, and then I was like, marijuana and alcohol legal? That looked about the same. Like, like, I, like, I mean, I don't like, know. Like, like, I'm, I just, just, I'm just saying, as a, as a young kid, I was never fully convinced that marijuana was, it, it, it was as bad as those other drugs. And then they'd be like, it's a gateway drug. It's I mean, a gateway to, drug. To me, it, it, had to, it had to stick. So, talking from a guy who started, who smoked marijuana for the first time at like age 15, 15. Shame. Yeah. Um, Shame. What would your mother say right now? Man, she probably knew. Like, I, I smoked <laughs> it with my older brother for the first time. For the first time. That's probably one of those sticks and seeds still in that bad boy. Now, we used to like pack, we used to like, Rub out black and miles and yeah. pack, pack marijuana. Work, in there. Work to the homies back in high school. Uh, used to do the same right, thing. and um, you know, you know, my brother used to live in that um, in the back yeah, yeah. of the back of my mom's house. Yeah, he had natural like, limitations right now, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Twenty years now, be yeah, basically. Um, and it's legal in a lot of states now, so it don't matter. But but yeah, so I never the gateway drug, 
but I never felt like I always felt like I was pretending to be high. Like that's the weird, like that's the weird part. Like I never felt, I never felt high. I, I used to smoke some weed and then use it as an excuse to do something stupid, right? Yeah. And and like when I used to, so fast forward to my senior year of high school, I used to drive to school. Oh lord! Like I used to pick up usually me, Jonathan, Neil, and D'Angelo. And like from the neighborhood, I like, used to all ride with me to school in the morning when I had my car, and we would we would smoke excessive amounts of weed before school started. Oh lord! Like pull that, up, that's your limitations. Right pull now. up, open the door, and like whoosh. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I never had that feeling like like this weed was like something because I never felt like I got a real high off of it, which is. Which is which is which is like thank God I didn't like progress to hardcore narcotics, you know. I don't think I don't think it opens the gate. Like I think that. it does because you don't get a high if you don't get a high off of it, then you're gonna be oh, looking for man. what the what the next thing is to get. I just started drinking. Oh, you that, that, that was your game. Yeah, you could always feel something off of drinking. Uh, always off of the gate. Was the gate that got you? Got you? No, back. because when I drink, it's like I drink it, man. Like I've never drunk and was like, yo, let me go do some coke. And, 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 you know, like me and my brothers, we had a pack. Like, we weren't doing that. Like, we made a pack when we yeah. were, got, we made a pack when we were fighting. I got to fight Yeah, that was, that was it. Like, no, you're going to get jumped. Like, it was going to be like two against one. So it was, yeah. So we had a pack that we wasn't ever going to try that stuff. And to this day, none of, like, uh, not my older brother, not myself, not, 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 not me. Like, we couldn't, like, none of us can defend, like, I can't definitively say that any of my brothers ever used any hardcore yeah that was anything other than than weed yeah, wow. like weed was like the weed was the bar you go smoking weed all right whatever i'm i'm gonna look at you crazy yeah. but you know i have my you know i have my you know i don't want to say i have my struggles with weed but like i had i had two i had two instances and 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 malik is watching the show he's in the comments he can attest to oh, the Lord. second one why you why you uh, like malik's like i wasn't there no he was there no 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 he was totally there um, so high school, smoke weed, used to win in track, started having, um, started having, started losing in track, used to win, started losing, stopped smoking, started back winning, done. <laughs> never, never needed some, and the, the girl that I really liked at the time was like, you smoke weed? Ew. And I was <laughs> yeah, like, dang, you know, you know, shout out, you know who the shout, you know who the shout out was. Um, but, uh. Second experience in college, Halloween. Uh, Halloween night. Me, Seth, Harry, all hanging out. Shout out to all the homies. I'm just throwing all y'all business out there. Uh, <laughs> and we were smoking. Oh, oh, no. We were drinking Boone's Farm mixed Ooh. with vodka. Ooh. So we were drinking like, so we like pour half a bottle of Boone's Farm out, pour vodka in it, and then shake it up and mix it. It's a great mixer. No. It's a great not, mixer. If you have absolutely a, terrible. And so it's like I don't even know to buy that. It's 2002, right? right? And nah, it's like Boone's Farm is a little bit sweeter. So drinking Boone's Farm and vodka, and we just we go out on campus because it's Halloween. We're like, yo, let's hit Dillard's campus and see if any chicks just hanging out on the yard. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Always a good plan, right? So we hit the yard up. And all of a sudden it's like like I smoked some weed with I smoked some weed with the homies and so everybody asked me did I get bad weed and I'm like, nah man. 
because the homies wouldn't give me bad weed. <laughs> now, did I maybe get a strand that was a little bit stronger than what I was used to? <laughs> so, anyways, I just started like I I started like I was drunk and I smoked this weed and I was feeling a way that I never felt before. And so there's this this girl always reminds me every time I see her at like a at a dealer like a and she was like the first thing you ever said to me was like you're infatuated by my vehicle. <laughs> and she drove like a Oh, a Jeep. <laughs> and I think it was just because she was like Jeep, little, little girl, like little woman. Uh, and a, and a, yeah. And so all of a sudden I just start having these visions of stuff that I was going to do. Right, Final Destination. Oh my goodness, Final man. Final Destination uh, uh, vision. So I was just like, yo, look, man, I was telling my boys, I was like, look, man, I'm about to pee right here. I already saw it. I'm going to pee. <laughs> I just pulled out like start peeing. <laughs> And then after I got the pin, they like, yo, what you doing? Like, you know, we on a historical, but you know, we on HBCU. Yeah, we yeah, we at my DU, yeah. and I'm just like peeing. And then yeah, you getting kicked off, man. Yeah, well, not so much. But believe <laughs> we'll like cancel the combo. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause look, 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 like uh, like, you know, we were started seeing this vision of me like passing out. And you passed out. I passed out. They called me. So they brought me to Malik's house. Malik lived like right around the corner. They was like, yo, Kendrick is like fucked up. He, he passed out. So like I'm in that mug. Malik was like telling me like, yo, you were so fucked up. Like you was in here singing like spiritual, like Negro spiritual. And then you threw up every like threw up everything out of my out of my brain. Threw up everything. And and he took care of me that night. Like he made sure I was good that night. And I will always, you know, Malik has a story about about when he was online and I mean when he was, uh, when me and him were friends. When he was going through his membership intake process at uh, um, for a organization and <laughs> roundabout, <laughs> right? That would be a roundabout, and like you know, I, I gave him something, you know, like looked out for him, and then like that was like his like pay it forward, like looked out for me. So those have been my time with weed, and that was the only time that I've ever. And after that, I'm, I haven't really smoked weed. I can count number of times on on a finger that I smoked weed. Maybe one other time. I, I understand. Like, like I, I'm, I, like I said, I was never convinced of marijuana was as bad as our alcohol. Our resident psychologist says marijuana is the gateway. If you have a addictive personality, personality, and I do, so I don't. Uh, so, so I, I think I told you this, but this is for for the world out there now. I'm up there working on a movie in California, uh, working on the set, and one of the grips. We get to talking about marijuana because uh, he had just got his medical license. Uh, and I'm like, medical license for what? It's like, oh, I could buy medical marijuana now. And this is like probably 08. So, like, California's ahead of the game back at the time, 08, 09. And I was like, oh, I never smoked because I don't feel like that's natural. Why would you want to inhale smoke it to your lungs? That sounds silly. Now, I could drink and eat. You know, because that's something a human body normally does. And he was like, you don't say, well, I can get you an edible at the end of shooting. And he was, I was like, an edible? Like, yeah, man, it's going to be freaking awesome. See, white, that's what you want to do. Uh, a white guy with long hair. No. And, and I was like, my only argument was that it didn't seem natural. And now he's presenting me with a counter argument that I will present you with food that you can there eat and and experience what everyone is doing with the hullabaloo. And I'm like, all right, 
Went in Rome. Sucker. Went in Rome. Let's just do what the Sucker. Romans do. Do what the Romans do. So I go in the thing. He gives me this brownie. And he was like, yo, this is a little more potent. Of course it is. Than, 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 than regular. So I suggest that you only eat half. Now, what he did not know about me. You don't like me. You don't like me. <laughs> One, don't nobody tell me what to do. I don't like being told what to do. And two, I don't really like leftovers like that. Man, I ate that whole brownie, bro. The that doesn't make no sense, bro. The whole the whole brownie. No, but no one ever told me that it hits you harder if you eat it than if you smoke it. Let me repeat. Nobody told me. That it hits you harder if you eat it than smoke it. I'm chilling in L.A. traffic. You know how L.A. traffic go. You didn't jump out the car and like go. Nah, nah, nah. I'm I'm chilling in the truck. And my homie, my homie Aaron. Oh, I test my road dog, man. He career chilling. He was like, yo, bro. If a dude who smokes every single day tells you that it's really strong, it's probably really, really really strong. I'm like, nah, bro. I'm good, man. He's just over-exaggerating. He's tripping. About halfway through the trip, we were on our way to the IHOP. I felt every hair on my body grow 11 inches long, and my arms begin to levitate like I had an invisible. You know what what the crazy thing is? Like, people talk about smoking weed and how creative it makes you. Look at how we tell these stories (laughs) from when we were smoking weed. Like, like the level of detail. You said 11 inches. Like you knew, you knew the exact amount of inches that your arms grew. Now my arms, the hair, right, the hair on, on, your, my, right, on my body, right. and 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 how it levitated you. So it was like yo, like you, like you got your story, and I'm like, yeah, man, I actually saw myself like I had a a, a experience where I stepped outside of my body and saw myself doing these things. I ain't done my dude. Oh man, I'm chilling in the car, and my arms won't go down, and he's Aaron's just laughing at me, bro. He's like. I told you, if a man who smokes every day says too strong, too strong, I'm like, nah, 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 man, I'm cool, I'm cool. And he's like, then put your arms down. It's like, I can't. I got the bubble coat is on. I can't put my arms down. We get to the IHOP. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just geeking out. I'm geeking out. I walk in that bad boy. Lex Luger, the wrestler, is just chilling. It could be Lex Luger. It is LA. It seems like something he might be doing at an IHOP at a random place. That I, but I could be dead wrong. But I was like, yo, my nigga, it's Lex Luger. And he's like, yo, man, that ain't really Lex Luger. I'm like, who else is muscles out looking like this, though? It's Lex Luger. And they was like, nah, they was not feeling me. I'm like, why y'all not excited? Like, I'm excited to see Lex Luger. He's like, yo, we want these pancakes, bro. I'm like, all right, bet. I don't remember what the waiter's name was. He said his name. I just started laughing in his face. I'm like, you had the funniest name in the history of mankind. And I couldn't stop laughing. And because I was laughing, the producer started laughing. And because the producer laughed, I started laughing more. And whatever, I ended up with like 35 pancakes. Whatever. I ate 35 fucking pancakes. I scarfed them things on. And then I was like, dude, whatever this is going on with me, I never wanted to have I don't want to happen again. Heart rate raised. My, my, my homies told me in college that it's just like drinking. In my mind, if it's just like drinking, I could throw this up and I could make it all better. I attempt to go to the bathroom. And as I'm stepping, I was like, holy shit, when did the IHOP get on the moon? And I had to bounce 
do it right. a goddamn exactly. I'm just telling you. <laughs> like this. I'm like bopping. I'm telling you. Bopping. Bopping. More detail. I got I got to the bathroom, opened the door. Why do I still remember? It's vivid in my mind. And I went to the urinal. I didn't go to the stall because I was high and I didn't make good sense to myself. And I was like, now throw up. I said it just like that. Now throw up. Ah, didn't happen. I'm like, all right, let me try it again. Now throw up. Ah, I don't know. I didn't think it. But I put my finger in my mouth. I was like, concentrate. Ah, held it. And it did not happen. And I was like, bro. When the hell does this wear off? I went back to the table. I was like, bro, please pay for whatever I got to pay for. And just take me home. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. That's, that's all you get. I just want to go to sleep. That's all you can do. Like, like, that's all I want. I want to drink water and go to sleep. Because this, this, like, I was thinking, like, why do people do this? This is, this is stupid. And that's why I found out, like, marijuana isn't really for me. Right. It's, and not, it's not, not for me. It's not for me either. But, but I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't even see what crack. I, yeah, yeah, like, 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 out of the question. Cocaine, out of the question. I'm like, I think the other, you know, another thing, you know, like, all, like, 90% of my decisions as a younger was driven by what women thought. And so, uh, you know, like, I actually had to go to dare counseling in high school. Because <laughs> I've literally seen people smoking marijuana. Wearing a dare T-shirt. Right no, no, because because I so you like you popular in high school, so like the popular girls they were like, oh, that's just so not cute, and so they like write this out to the dare counselor. We were sitting there dare like narcs. I I mean I thought it was cute. I mean <laughs> like that anytime anytime a a woman is is willing to do that for you, like you gotta look at I, it. I can't. You gotta look at it. Yeah, you gotta look at it in a different like kind of like a different perspective. So yeah, not. But before we close the show, I want to get into this uh, Muslim teen. Uh, God, I forgot his name. I don't it don't matter. It um, they got the internet. <laughs> but he gets accepted in the Stanford, and, and on his application, he just used the hashtag Black Lives Matter and did it like 100 times. For his personal, his personal right, statement. Right, and, and, and a whole bunch of black people were saying like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, oh, my God. But I, I was just thinking to myself, like, I read something and it just resonated with me. And it was like, here's another incident of somebody else using black people shit to get ahead. <laughs> like, like you're worse than a white person. Yo, it's, it's like that's kind of that's kind of. But I, then I got to thinking about that because like I was like, yeah, this guy with Black Lives Matter, he's such a good ally. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, hold the phone. <laughs> right, like I I I double talk, like I had to double thinking. Was like, yo, let me let me. And basically, he really did just pimp some black people stuff. Like, they didn't accept a black person in that said Black Lives Matter a hundred times. Oh, maybe they did, and they just didn't post it on. Mm-hmm. So, no, I, no, I no, want the black, no, 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 I want the black kid that got accepted no, into so, Stanford by just so having hashtag. I'm lying, because you already know the scenario. If a black kid has worked hard enough and smart enough to go to Stanford, his parents are like, you don't mess this up. He wrote the most articulate, well-written, right, nice. Stanford. Right, he had to, daddy, he, poppy, he had to get a statement from the dude off of dope. Yeah, like, like he... Like, he, he, used he, bitcoins, and, yeah, yeah, and he started yeah, a drug yeah, dealer, yeah, and all of that. Yeah, like, he, he has to go all the way. So we already know the black narrative. Just like with Dave Chappelle, was like, uh, with his white buddy, like, breaking the law. And right. he was like, black people can't get away with that, because cops know we know the law. Right. Can't say, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Nah. 
it would have been like, I'm not playing around with my future like that. Like, like that young man who did Black Lives Matter, he already stated, I didn't think I was going to get in, but I felt I had to make the statement. A black but, person would have been like, I can't afford to make that statement. But, but here's the thing. He, 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 got, he, got exact, he got accepted into some Ivy League school, so I don't think that his resume or his um, academic achievements were anything um, to be questioned. No, that's right. what I'm saying. So, but with a black person... They would have been like, I gotta get into Harvard, Yale, and Stanford. But, but not not just let me throw the Stanford away because they might give me money. But that was but that was my thing. It's like my thought is like, yo, like if I put all lives matter a hundred times, like like you know, like like I can't stand on the shoulders of black person. I can't stand on the shoulders of any other movement and get accepted into uh, like an Ivy League school. Like I couldn't put this money like Blue lives matter and put that a hundred times and expect to get accepted into Stanford. Like nah, rejection. Um, right, right. But this Muslim thing guy just gets to put Black Lives Matter, and I feel like he just took a spot for a black person. So I don't know how. So like I don't know how I feel about it. You know, and, and people were like retweeting like the the um, the founders of the BLM movement had like retweeted and like like kind of like 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 shouted out him as an ally or whatnot. And and you know apparently the guy has had like a little like some skin in the game. Like you know he's he's organized, like, work for Hillary Clinton's campaign, organized, you know, organized and stuff, but I still was like, yo, like, this merch me so much that he just gets to, like, waltz in and BLM times 100, and I get into an Ivy League school, and that black person that, that actually attempted to do the application is not getting in. But, Affirmative no. action backfiring. The way I feel about it, like I, I could never cry over spilt milk. Young man uh, did what he thought was, thought was appropriate. He got in. We would have never thought about that uh, in a million years. Right, because we can't. Because we can't. But it, it highlights just that there is a stratification between the minorities and the races, and that I try tried to explain to people. I actually got in an argument with a young lady from uh, Pakistan uh, this weekend. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, because I was basically breaking down, like, like it was a young lady from Pakistan and another one from India. Well, they're, they're from America, but they're parents. Mm-hmm. India and Pakistan. Kind of like masters of none. <laughs> and I was like, like, you know, it's a different game with you being an Asian. It was like it's more complex than that. I'm like, how? And like, I understand what she's getting at, but I'm like, understand for me. And she, she shot chastise. And I'm like, take it from my perspective. As an African American, there's white people who are seen as the oppressive class. You're not those people. There's Native Americans who is a uh, or separate race that are yeah. almost damn near decimated. Just natives. 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 They didn't, they didn't call us. So America, America. America. So natives who were decimated. Then I have Asians. In my mind, there's only four races. And so you saying, well, I'm not quite Asian. It's a little difficult. I'm like, then what, then you white? You ain't white. So you Asian's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, I don't want this. But then her argument to me when I was making, like, valid points, like, you're just drunk. Like, don't discount my ideas because I've been drinking. You're upper Saharan. Black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 we could get into the minutiae that race is a man-made construct and all that kind of thing, 
But there's certain physical traits of certain people that these people who look like this decided, hey, let's partition this whole continent for our benefit. Your people who look like you weren't a part of those people who decided, hey, let's partition this place. Now, I might have to read some more knowledge and see if Pakistan did these things, but I'm pretty sure they didn't. I'm pretty sure India didn't. And China been doing China type things for billions of years now. China, <laughs> China. China was like, we Gucci, we just hate Japanese people. And I was like, damn, I guess I would hate my neighbors too. <laughs> All these years. And on that note, this has been your blackest hour. Your blackest hour on the net. I'm hey, Mr. Brown. And I'm KP. See you next Tuesday, maybe. I'm Maybe sure. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we do. It. We do. Shout out, shout out to everybody in the comments. Yeah, yeah. We still on blog talk. Yeah. Can't keep talking. Can't keep talking. I got, I got more conversations to be. And had. the overdrive. And the overdrive. And I'm gonna let you talk. You want to go, go bowling? No, not tonight. Uh, I need to go to sleep. I gotta get up right. and get the rest. Wait, we are still alive, man. Let's stop talking. You go, oh, you're going to airport tomorrow. <laughs> hey, uh, I feel you. I, I need to go to see myself. I, I've, ne- I, I, I've never been this tired. I don't know what's going on. With, uh, it stopped. I didn't. It's not giving me the opportunity to stop it. Yeah, no, I can't even. I can't end that for those. That's interesting. I'm seeing a text. But you ain't seeing that. Yeah, hey, I don't see the picture, but look what it's stuff streaming. Look how look how I described it. Dan Kent's profile may contain two people. People smiling, people standing, and shoes. Right? Is that how they describe our pictures? They got a database that says this random gibberish? I was just trying to see who the hell Daniel Kane was. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to um get off of all the any network. But I don't I don't know what's up. I don't know what's going on with China there, man. That's so weird.
social media didn't take. When the internet disconnected, like it, like with the internet. Like it's not, it's, it's having a hard time identifying you. We go to the gas station. I wasn't planning to go in the gas station. I was just need to get gas. So I don't do it in the morning. Hey, why did you go to gas station, sir? I'm like, man, I'm going to get a small. Damn, G. Like, what is really going on? I'll check the system. I just got to be reasonable. Did you plug in the soundboard down here? What's that? Soundboard down. The one on the floor. You plugged that one in? Mm-mm. I told you. It's told on Tony. right now, though. It's plugged in. I, I didn't. I told Tony she could take that. I thought she took it. Yeah. Especially in something. I might, man, I don't have TV in my room. Like, I might plug the damn uh, N64 down there, man. Mm-hmm. I get that pop before. Why don't you take that TV and put it in your room? Fuck no. Why not? Because eventually got to come out. I'm very adamant about getting that TV back. <laughs> and that's a very heavy behind TV in the meantime. Just be like this. Man, you owe me. <laughs> nah, like, I, 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 I think I'm cool with not having TV in my room. Because then I'll just, just stay in my room. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need a reason to kind of come out. I don't know. I don't know. 